people, 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 good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, baby, you already know who it is, it's Arsenio Buck, reported live from my hotel, guys, I have made it, first and foremost, I have, and I mean, this is imperative, because I have to give this man, this particular man, a shout out, because he literally saved my life, see, there, there have been only two instances in back-to-back years where I feared for my life. And today was one of those days. <laughs> See, I think I'm not even going to blame anyone. Okay, I'm not going to blame the organizers of the race for them having the race in the middle of a goddamn jungle. And But you know what? Let's just put it this way. When I took the Uber from the train station all the way in there, I realized I was going to have a big problem leaving. Because there were no taxis. So here we go. I finish, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do this first, because he deserves my life right now, literally. The, the reason why I'm speaking is because this man right here by the name of Anson of Malaysia. So check this out. This is my main dude. I owe him everything in the world when I come back here in July. This guy, no, no first and foremost, the race finishes. I do everything. I talk to some people, took some pictures, winked at, winked at a couple of ladies, say, what's up, baby? <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, we went to the, I went to the main road, and the next thing you know, I'm like, okay, uh, let me try grabbing an Uber. Because, of course, my iPhone sucks so much ass, the battery's really running out because I didn't update it yet. So I'm going to hurry up and update it directly following this, or else I had to shut off my phone when I got there. Luckily, none of the battery was expended, or whatever you want to call it. And then, next thing you know, it went from 57% to like 29% within the matter of 15 freaking minutes. So I'm looking for an Uber, and of course, it's not an Uber in the motherfucking jungle. Oh, my God. So I start walking. And you know what I said to myself? PMA. I've been teaching myself PMA. I've been teaching all of you guys PMA. I've been talking so much about how maintaining a positive attitude could ultimately lead to success. And so <laughs> who's the guy? What's the guy? The law? Oh, um... Oh, my God, the law, the guy that, oh, my God, I forgot what it was called. Les Brown talked about it. But anyways, let's focus on this. The Murphy's Law. There we go. Murphy's Law came to visit me today. And Murphy was like, hey, Arsenio, how, 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 how positive are you today? Because after the race, this was one of the funniest, best races ever. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. Okay, excuse my language. Sorry. But you know what? I started walking. I said, I know there's going to be a good person. (laughs) Guys, I'm walking in the jungle, right? There's only one lane going, one lane coming back. And I'm like, I know there is one good-hearted person that will realize that if I continue walking for the next five kilometers, two and a half miles, I'm going to fall flat and die. And I just maintained that attitude. I said, there's no way human beings are not, they're not that nasty. Not all of them. I know there's going to be at least one out of the next 200 cars that pass by that says, uh, excuse me, you're going to die. Where are you going? I'm going to say, listen, there are no taxis. I just need to take a taxi. <sighs> so I saw one BMW. He, uh, he pulled to the side, and I looked in, and of course, he wasn't even looking at me. Uh, and I was like, you know what? This is BS. So I just kept on going, right? And another car, uh, someone honked. And I was like, oh my God, are you here to save the black man? Hell no, nah. they kept on driving. I said, bitch. 
So next thing you know, a car started coming my way. He pulled aside and then he he flashed his lights. I said, "Oh Jesus!" I was about to start hitchhiking, guys. I was like, "Y'all could dismember me like a Jeffrey Dawson on Crazy Nasty Ass, and y'all can eat me whatever you want, man. Just get me out of this place. I cannot die under the sun." And so he opened up the what was it? He opened, he opened up. He opened up the window, and he was like, dude, where are you going? He's like, you just finished the race. You're going to walk another 20 kilometers? I said, man, there ain't no taxis, man. You know, I just got to get out of here, man. You know how us black people said when we get desperate, boy. We said, man, I got these cheeseburgers, man. So anyways, we didn't get to that next step. That's how homie don't play that. We don't roll that way. So anyways, uh, that's like a, you know, a low key joke for my Americans out there. So anyways, let's focus. He uh, invited me inside and he was just laughing. I was laughing. I said, listen, you know, you just saved someone's life. And he, he, you know, answered, that's my boy now. That's my boy from another mother. He, I said, you don't understand. You're going to be able to grow up. And when you have kids, you be like, hey, you know, I saved this black man's life. Yeah, I was driving down the road after a race, and I just saw this black man. He was walking incredulously all over the place. I had to turn around because, well, I didn't want to turn on the TV the next day only to see that that same black man had fallen flat on his face and died. You understand what I'm saying? So, in terms of maintaining a positive mindset, because just 10 minutes before, I was like, oh my God, this could be it for me. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Because <laughs> there's nothing around there, guys. If I had made it to the like the 6 to 12 mile mark, there's probably potential. Maybe I could have made it. But at the same time, my phone was almost dead. I didn't know where I was going. I was just going to have to walk to some kind of main road and find some kind of bus that takes me to some kind of station. <sighs> so, so, Anson, he drives me far as hell, right? And the thing is, after a race and, you know, being driven and whatnot, boy, I started getting a little car sick. And I was like, oh, boy. So when I got out the car, I was like, man, I owe you big. And so, uh, you know, we took a picture. And I'm going to put that on the blog also. So you guys stay tuned for that. Uh, because that's all the details of the race. I'll go over it, you know, just, you know, I guess scarcely, scarcely. I don't give a shit. I'll go over it just lightly on the pot. You know what? We'll just see how this goes. But this guy right here, he did exactly what, oh my God, what was her name? Something Lena, the lady at Huhumale Inn in Maldives. She didn't have to pay for my food. She didn't have to do anything. I was going to head back to the hotel the next day and call it a trip. In Maldives because I had no currency and they were not accepting my Thai bot. She didn't have to help me, but she did. She paid for my food for the next three days and she saved me. So this guy right here, did he have to turn around and say, oh, my God. And it's funny because while we were driving, he was like, listen, if you came out the jungle. <laughs> he said, if you came out the jungle, I probably would have never picked you up. But I saw that you were one of my own. I saw you wearing the medal. I saw you look, you know, you had the sandals on. And of course, you you were just, boy, oh my God. I am so unbelievably grateful on this Sunday evening. Of course, on the eve before going back to hell. No, I'm kidding. Going back to Thailand. I am so grateful because... Those moments right there, it shows the true meaning of what human beings are. And you could do the same thing. So because he did that, 
it's funny because, of course, law of attraction, like attracts like, right? So then Murphy's Law, he got smacked around by my PMA. Okay, let's just put it right out there like that. My positive mental attitude ultimately ended up supplanting Murphy's Law. And Murphy Laws, of course, he went away. But then a guy fell on the train and I caught him. I caught him right there. He fell onto a lady, her baby almost fell, and then I hurry up and put my arm out there with that strong black arm that I have. No, I'm not I'm kidding, not, not a black arm, I'm just joking. But put my strong arm right there and I caught that guy. And I said, do you feel the, the ferocity? No, I'm kidding, I just caught him and I saved him from almost falling on his face. He was going face first into the ground, guys. I mean, guys' glasses and everything would have been busted up completely. So... Oh my God! Special shout out, man! Again, thank you, 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 Anson, man! You are my dude. I owe you when I come back here. So, oh my God! I don't even know where to start. But let's just put it this way: I was nervous in the morning, went to the race, and then when I got to the race, my heat first came up. The registration was perfect. Lines were good. People were stretching, people were taking pictures, backdrop, excellent, um, just excellent customer service. Wait, this was much, much better to what had happened uh, last year in uh, Cyberjaya or Putrajaya. Putrajaya. That's a little bit further to the south, I think. But I was able to catch an Uber. You see here, I wasn't able to catch an Uber because it was in a goddamn jungle. So I need to be very, very careful next time. So anyways, um, the organizers, they had food stalls. Compared to Cyber Jaya, I don't even remember them having food out there. This race was perfectly planned out. There was water for showers compared to last time where we had to wait 15 minutes in increments for us to take showers because there was no water. I mean, this was honestly perfect. It was perfect. Now, at the end, hey, you know what? We just got to, hey, you just got to, you got to be a man sometimes. You got to find out all by yourself, by yourself. How am I going to survive? Am I willing to hitchhike and make it to the station so I can at least take my black ass home? So I was going to start going house to house and say, hey, man, you know, I'm, I know I look, you know, I'm, I'm your color. So go house to house in Thailand, boy, they'll kill me. Uh, no, not in Thailand, America. They'll blow me away. Uh, <laughs> but I was about to start going house to house. Who cares? So here we go. Race. Perfect. People were amped. There were a lot of people. I saw people from Brunei. That was so cool. I was like, oh, my God, my Brunei's over there. There were some Chinese people speaking Mandarin, Cantonese, whatever it may be. I don't know. But they were speaking something of, of course, the Chinese. Thing. I just love the cultural diversity with these types of races. You know what I mean? And we were having so much fun in the beginning. We were running a lot. Uh, the hills were just unbelievable. They were insurmountable. I don't even know what adjectives I could use to describe the hills. But it reminded me so much of Australia, although it was probably only about 50% of Australia. Those Australia hills still give me nightmares three years on out there in Melbourne. I can't even remember the goddamn area that it was, but it was horrible. So anyways, the hills were great. The, the, man, they had like currents. We had to go up against the current in a river. So there were like three times we had to do river crossings, and the current could almost sweep us like down the river. That's how crazy it was. I was like, dude, this is super legit. This is freaking fun. You know what I mean? My mom would probably say, oh my God, you're going to die. I'm going to kill you before you die. But dude, this was like, honestly, super, super fun. Uh, Really fun course. And you know what? I have to really give a special thanks to the lab BKK out there, of course, in Bangkok. This is a gym I've been training at for so long. And I believe that I've developed such 
an insane amount of strength in all of my body to whereas this race wasn't even 7 km it was literally 10 km but right now i am not sore whatsoever I picked up big-ass buckets of rocks. I went all the way down into ravines with those rocks. I, I came all the way back up with those rocks. It was amazing. And for that to... Man, I'm just a beast now. Okay, let's just put it that way. I have no... I probably have just a little bit of stiffness in my upper back, but it's not even a problem. I don't even know if it's worth a massage. I might go get a massage, and I'm still hungry. I just ate, and I'm still hungry. Holy shit. Okay, so let's focus. Here we go. Special shout out to all the trainers out there. Love you guys. We're all preparing for the Super Anyways in May 19th out there, of course, in Chonbury. Uh, again, lots of cardio. This is how you're going to train for the race. Lots of cardio, okay, because my cardio was on point for the entire time, although my, I was just sucking in a bunch of uh, uh, sand from, you know, people running and stuff like that, but my body practically just absorbs it anyway, so, uh, yeah, after the race, it was kind of hard for me to breathe just a little bit, because there was so much sand and weird stuff in the air, but man, I'm just amazed how strong I am right now, and this is what you want to do in terms of life, how can you push yourself to the physical, the mental, the psychological limits that you never thought you could ever get past because, of course, we have those mental barriers. See, this is why people do these races, you know, is to see, to test the will of man and woman or woman, whatever, man and woman. Got it? So, anyways, uh, lots of comedians on the course. There was one girl, but man, there was a long ass line. and She's like, guys, I got a plane to catch. It was so funny. And then some people in the front, they were like, uh, can we see a ticket? I mean, it was just bananas. There was so many. There was one. <laughs> there was. Oh, my God. There was like this team of hot girls. I'm, I'm telling you, these girls were banging. I don't even know where they're from. They're like, I, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I, well, I was going to go up to them and say, hey, uh, you know what I'm saying? Where, where are you from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you from you from heaven. <laughs> Dude, these girls were banging. OK. And I remember I did the javelin three for three, baby. July last year, one. Thailand last year, two. Today, three. I am three for three on the dra- uh, on the javelin, and I almost screwed it up because I didn't use that much strength. But spot on, and then everyone was saying, good job. So I was high-fiving people, and this girl came up to me, and she was like, tips? And I'm like, what? I didn't understand an accent. I don't know. She, I don't know where she's from. She looked like she's from, like, the country, like, Georgia or Malta. I don't know. And she was like, uh, Tips? And I didn't understand what she was saying at first, and then I started laughing. And then I'm like, oh, oh, guys, first of all, if you run up with the javelin, that goddamn javelin is going to go swinging vertically. I mean, not vertically, horizontally. Don't do that. Stand up, aim with your arm, and just, ugh, like a goddamn dart. And this girl, she almost got it. She didn't put that much strength into it. Another girl, she threw hers horizontal. I was like, I don't know what you were doing with that. Uh, but, man, those girls, they were so funny. They were so fun. Excellent. Just a wonderful... There were a lot of great people on that course, so there was a lot of laughter, there was a lot of help, there were a lot of high fives. This, honestly, um, I never thought I'd say this, but Malaysia, this race right here, not only was it the funnest, but it was the most camaraderie. Like Thailand last year, I think, yeah, there was some very, listen, Thailand's number two now. Because Malaysia, of course, last year, no one spoke to anyone. I was running past everyone. It was born as hell. I hated it. And this was the super. So you could imagine. But this one was much, much more fun. This was 
far funner. So, uh, yeah, huge shout-out. This actually, does this trump, of course, the Half Tough Mudder I did in Phoenix, Arizona just last year in terms of meeting people and whatnot? Uh, not really. I met one guy on there. We were chatting it up. We met three gorgeous German girls. Man, it was just so much fun. But um, this race right here, of course, the end was a test of will, <laughs> a test of my positivity, and I won because Murphy's Law cannot defeat this. But you know what? Man, it was fun. I'm not even doing this on my Blue Yeti right now. I'm doing this on my iPhone. Why? Because I don't give a damn. <sighs> Guys, I just went over everything. The rocks, the sandbags, the rivers, the javelin. Um, I did the rope perfectly. This is the first time I did the rope. However, I freaked out when I was going down because I was scared that my arms were just going to fall apart. I tried using my feet to go down, and then one, two of my fingers started burning. So then what happens? I let go in terms of my feet going down, but I held on to the rope with my hands. And so it was going. I was going down so fast, and the rope literally completely demolished two of my fingers. So I got one of the most insane blisters on my left thumb, and then my, what is it, my right ring finger. Oh, it's just skin. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible. And a lot of people have the same thing. So technique on the rope is essential for a lot of you guys out there who are probably going to be listening to this in the future. Oh, my God. Other than that, um, barbed wire, uh, sandbags, and the rocks were really, really good for me. Uh, I was just walking by people. People just couldn't do it. I honestly believe they had more rocks in their bucket than I had in my bucket because it wasn't that hard for me. It really wasn't. Um, but yeah, other than that, this was really fun, but it was a really difficult course. They really thought about these obstacles and especially to do the bucket and the rope back to back in the beginning after 2 KM. That was just, oh my god, that was bananas. In the monkey bars, I completely failed. I couldn't do it because, of course, two of my damaged-ass fingers, I was only working with uh, eight fingers for the, the monkey and the, the, those bell swinging things. So, oh, got to keep working at that. Got to keep working at that. So, other than that, man, what a day. Uh, again, they have saved me so much. Uh, Mr. Anson, you have saved me. Thank you so much if you're still listening to this. Uh, for all of you out there who are planning on doing a Spartan, guys, it's fun as hell. You could look up one in your neighborhood. I do suggest this because this could ultimately change your life. Because when you start going through that physical pain and then it all comes mental, you're going to start asking yourself a lot of questions. And if you're able to finish it, you're going to believe in yourself like you've never had before. And this is what these races are for. And, of course, it's for, you know, just, you know, working out and looking sexy. Oh, my God, some of these girls out here were just insane. I looked at what I said. Oh, Jesus. No, I feel, I'm not really religious or anything. But, man, some of these girls. Anyways, we'll talk about that later. Okay, so with that being said, man, what a day. Guys, lots of other podcasts are coming. Stay tuned for those. Stay tuned for the blog, com, as usual. And until then, guys, what a goddamn trip. Have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual. Over. And out.